Welcome to Raya Sun Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. The week of August 2nd through August 8th, 2022 starts off with Mars moving away from the exact conjunction with Uranus and the North Node in Taurus, which means we will still be feeling this transit all week. Mercury returns to its home and exaltation sign of Virgo, making it easier to be practical and rational, giving us the ability to look at the micro and the mac- in the macro. The moon moves to oppose the Taurus cluster, making the perfect conditions for some more upsets. Then, the raging bull comes up against a brick wall when Mars and Saturn square off. Venus and Neptune connect in a supportive way, letting us know it's time to open up our sixth sense and have deep faith that love will prevail no matter what. Venus moves away from Neptune and opposes Pluto, causing a stress point in love. The overall energy for the week feels somewhat manic, but with this ability to not get caught up with it, and the mind is able to detach from the madness of it all. Just remember not to be too analytical with everything and still remain open to the gifts of love and compassion the universe has to offer us. Sometimes there are great treasures in what seems to be a very impulsive or rash decision. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another week. Um, Arguably, I think that this week is one of the bigger weeks of the year. Um, We are still coming off of that exact conjunction of Mars and Uranus and the North Node and Taurus. So that energy is still floating in the air. And just the way the astrology lines up, it's kind of triggering that conjunction a little bit more. Um, So it's a pretty big week. Let's just get into it. So starting off the week, we have a very Venusian um, energy coming through. We have the moon in Libra, Mars, Uranus, action all in Taurus. And Taurus and Libra are all Venus-ruled signs, so there's like a heavy Venusian energy, and that's why I'm kind of pointing that out. Um, and we also have Venus in a decent place um, in the sign of Cancer. Um, it's, a, it's a relatively nice placement for Venus. So pleasure, enjoyment, friendships, romance, or just general social connections will be a theme for August 2nd to thir- the 3rd. But there may be, be, be some unexpected or breakthroughs in these areas because of that Taurus conjunction action with Mars and with Uranus. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if like people just seem more friendly or just you want, want to kind of relax and enjoy life a little bit more on the second and the third um, where things just seem pleasant and you just want to um, appreciate the finer things or the beauty in, in the world around you. So on August 4th, we have Mercury moving into the sign of Virgo. Um, Mercury will be here until August 24th. This is the domicile and the exaltation place of Mercury. So Mercury is super happy to be here. Um, It means that this is the home placement of Mercury, but it's also the place... um, exaltation means it's it's a place um like put up on a pedestal or an honored guest in the house of virgo so mercury is super psyched and it's great because i feel like we've had some pretty rough um astrology the past couple weeks so now we have mercury going into a wonderful placement um so things like clearer processes might be developing more an easier time communicating and understanding information as well 
um, a preparedness, a, a mental preparedness. Um, like when the chaos comes up, you're able to not get caught up in it and make rational decisions and practical moves or in advancements where um, you're, you're able to be like, okay, like, like let's kind of analyze this a little bit and, and pick out the details to kind of come up with a clear plan or a clear um, action or just some sort of clear process. <clears throat> so, um, this is the sign that Mercury will enter its shadow phase in. So this is something that we need to be aware of. Um, and this just simply means that Mercury will be returning to the degree of Virgo during its retrograde period. Um, so, but this isn't till a little bit later. I just like to give advanced notice. So um, yes, we have a wonderful Mercury placement, but we also have to be mindful of what's coming ahead. Um, it's, um, you know, this is kind of, in a couple of weeks, but we'll certainly discuss that when it comes up. So on August 4th, we also have the moon move into Scorpio, a place that the moon is not comfortable moving through. Um, so the mind is comfortable, but the emotional or the body may, um, the emotional body or the body, um, physical body may feel some discomfort. You may find that, that friends or partners are able to help you with this discomfort. Um, and just sharing and being around others kind of distracts the uh, internal world um, from this feeling that just doesn't, isn't pleasant. Um, take this as a sign to surround yourself with things that bring you like solace or emotional relief when the discomfort comes up, just because like I was saying, we have that heavy Venusian energy um, in the air realistically in the beginning of the week so it's like a prelude to like okay things are very comfortable but now like things are going to get just uncomfortable so we need to remember um what brings us solace what makes us comfortable what makes us feel safe stuff like that so that's on august 4th um you know the moon moves into scorpio so that's going to be you know next two days of this week um on august 5th um the moon moves to oppose that taurus cluster of Mars, Uranus, and the North Node. This is pretty important. We need to remember this. Um, so possible blowups or upsets, kids will most likely be more accident prone or reactive on this day. They could also be more restless today too, where there's just like a boundless amount of energy. Um, and they just need to, they're just all over the place. So um, I would say on August 5th, be mindful of the body. Um, you know, certainly don't do anything too reckless or too daring, um, just because accidents can arise. Um, you know, this could also be, or events from the past that you are unable to let go of, come back up to the surface where it's like, you're having to replay all these, um, events that, you know, you're just kind of like pushing aside or not being able to let go of, um, just because it's a very heavy fixed energy. Um, I personally think that on August 5th, it's going to be the most difficult day when it comes to the energy of the Mars-Uranus conjunction, because we have the moon opposing it, um, just as the exact conjunction is passing by. So it's like, yes, they're not all at the same degree, but they're still very close. And now we have a moon that's not comfortable in a place that it doesn't like. We have Mars in a place that it doesn't like um, after coming together with, you know, like these two points in the sky that are very reactive. So I think on August 5th, 
realistically is going to be the hardest day of this Mars Uranus transit where like things break down or things break through or something um, shifts or moves or happens on that day. So this is something to be mindful. Um, I'm just going to say it, like, just pay attention to what's happening to you around on August 5th, specifically because of that moon placement. Um, moving on, on August 6th, we have Mars and Taurus square Saturn retrograde in Aquarius, and this transit will be exact for two days. So it will be exact from the 6th to the 8th. And this is, um, this means that they'll be at the Mars and Saturn will be at the same degree squaring each other. So this can be felt as like stop and go, um, acceleration meets the meets a brick wall, but the brick wall is a little bit stronger right now because we have Mars in a place that it's not comfortable in. It doesn't know how to act. And we have Saturn in a place that's super comfortable. So like the brick wall is a little bit stronger. So you might run into that brick wall and it doesn't budge at all. Um, like you think you could break through it, but it's just not going anywhere. <clears throat> so you could also feel it as like one's actions are met with limitations. Um, the best way to describe this is your enthusiasm or your excitement about something is met with like a somber, unenthusiastic remarks or just expression or just like, oh, cool. Um, that's like the best way that I can think to describe that. So uh, let's just move on because this transits a little bit heavy since we have that like there's just so much Taurus energy right now. I'm having a hard time with it because I'm a fixed rising sign. So it's like in my angular houses and it's just making my life crazy. Um, moving on, where was I? Um, possibly this reckless, stubborn nation, nature suddenly gets hard, like gets a hard dose of reality where you're able to be a little more analytical with the way of looking at things and then just like charging your way through or being stuck in your own way. So it's like possibly you like you've been a little bit headstrong and stubborn and now there is a big dose of reality. It's like, okay, time to get your ducks in a row. Like we need to put on our big boy pants and like think about things clearly and like have some sort of sense of responsibility or purpose or even sense of, um, control over the situation um just because of that saturn energy and then we have that mercury energy too like i was talking about in the beginning of the week where it's like um get a little bit more analytical stop being so stubborn or reckless or just like bullheaded luckily um we have the moon moving through sagittarius for this transit um so it's giving saturn a little bit more su support um in a way so it's like we're done with that uncomfortable Scorpio energy. Um, so where the plot line or the story we are all living through right now is supported by the circumstances or the environment you're in right now. When we have um, the moon move through Sagittarius right now, it's, it's giving circumstantial support to our story, to our plot line, to our ambitions, stuff like that. So um, it's just something to be mindful it might be something as simple as like you just find the pen that you're looking for because you need to write a paper. It, you know, it doesn't astrology doesn't have to be like all these big dramatic events that are like completely life changing. It could just be like just little tiny things like say you're running late for a um, an appointment and someone lets you go in front of them 
and there's heavy traffic and that just makes the circumstances of your story easier to deal with. So don't take everything like as like big and explosive and like, you know, all these grand actions are happening in the universe. Like transits happen on little tiny scales as well too. And that's why it's important to pay attention to the micro and the macro. One of my favorite astrologers, um, Rick Levine, he always says, um, think cosmically act locally because like the change happens locally. It doesn't happen cosmically. So it's like, yes, we need to think about the bigger picture, but we need to act local. So a side note, um, from that. So this Mars and Taurus square Saturn and Aquarius, it's still four, four degrees away from that Uranus North node action. So what I'm saying with this one is expect the unexpected and don't be too hasty to jump, jump to conclusions or too quick to react about things. Um, so just be mindful. It's like, it could just really shake things up and could be somewhat explosive where it's like that brick wall. You're so determined to knock it down and you're so stubborn about it, but you need to like think rationally of a like, okay, well maybe I can go around the brick wall or maybe I can go above the brick wall instead of just forcing my way through the brick wall. So be mindful. Um, kids might be a little bit more stubborn to, for this couple of days um, or just quick to react about things and exit prone as well too. Um, so moving on, on August 7th, we have Venus and Cancer trying Neptune retrograde in Pisces. This is a wonderful little transit in this heavy, heavy energy. So it's deep compassion and connection, um, and understanding for others without words or explanations, like the sixth sense of what others need, where you're suddenly, you don't need to, um, where that rational mind is a little bit more detached on this day where the, the body can feel what people needs and like, like maybe you see people's auras or maybe you feel people's auras, something like that. Like it's just a very deep, deep, loving, romantic connection on the state. Like I love this transit. It's wonderful. Um, you could find that just like relationships, like you have a deep sense of devotion or love in your relationships and just have this faith and love in the magic of the universe where like, um, like the, uh, what's that song? I forget the, the, um, singers, but it's like, love will keep us together. It's like a cheesy, like 70s song. Is it, um, it's going to come to me. It's something in, uh, anyways. So like, it's just like, you think about those cheesy love songs and you think about those, like, like love will conquer everything. That's what this is what I'm seeing. It's like, and it's like that, very, very feminine energy, which I think is nice because we have this like energy going on right now where it's like the feminine warrior energy and it's really rough. So this adds like a like a soft, delicate touch to everything towards the end of the week. Um, you know, the body might be fully engulfed in this foreign fantasy land for the day, just because we have the moon in Sagittarius, you know, you could disregard responsibilities or just wanting to have a good time no matter what. Um, and just like, like I could see it, like the best way to describe it is like on a extreme sense, it's like someone gives you like mushrooms or acid and you're like, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. And we're just going to like bathe in each other's energy and like have some weird, like sixties love fest type of thing. So, but that's extreme. I mean, that I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but that's just the energy of it. So on August 7th, wonderful little transit. 
um, it's a good day to just have fun. I feel like, and just, just, just like bask in the beauty of the universe. Um, I am fully embracing this transit by staying on the literally edge of the East coach perched on a dune overlooking the Atlantic ocean. So I'm just going to like float in the water that day and like be the one drop in the endless ocean of God. (laughs) So that's my plan for the seventh. Um, moving on, on August 8th, we have Venus and cancer opposed Pluto retrograde and Capricorn. And remember what I said earlier is we have that Saturn or excuse me, we have that Mars square Saturn is going to be exact for two days. So the sixth through the eighth. So when Venus moves to oppose Pluto and Capricorn, that transit, it's still happening. So that's, that's a very heavy energy. So it's like the heavy energy peaks this week because of that Mars Uranus conjunction in Taurus. And then it gets a little bit lighter with, um, Venus and Neptune connecting. And then all of a sudden it peaks again, where it's like things become a little bit more intense. So on the eighth, um, that Venus opposed Pluto could be felt things like, um, just like an obsessive nature, deep sexual desires that lust this stress point in love where it's like, things just seem very intense and like, like very obsessive. Um, it could also be felt as like this urge to control others, especially the feminine energy. So that's something to be mindful of. And it's like that, um, that need to like overtake the vulnerable, um, in a sense. So it's just like a really intense energy. It's very like domineering, um, as well. I personally like see this playing out for me more as like this primal survivor mode, like the mothering instinct to protect and to like fight off like the evils of the world uh, for your children, something like that. So um, it's just like a very primal, primal energy. It's like our lizard on the eighth, like the lizard brain is almost like taken over and we can't really like comprehend what's happening in the world around us because we have this, this like instinct is suddenly turned on. Um, so this is a tension point with the conjunction that happened during the Venus retrograde, which was back in December and January. So if you want to understand this transit for yourself a little bit more, think back to December and January, because we had Venus and Pluto meeting up conjoining in the sign of Capricorn during her retrograde. So this is like a further development. So it's like the midway point of that new synodic cycle with Venus and Pluto. So think back to December and January, if you want to have a better understanding, Um, the themes that were prevalent for you then will most likely come back up, um, causing a feeling of being at odds or just some sort of like conflict and relationship, conflict and social connection, conflict with finances, conflict in the home, something like that. Um, And then on the eighth, the moon moves into Capricorn later that day. So the fantasy wonderland may take a turn down a more pessimistic outlook on the given events happening where the beginning of the week, it's like things are beautiful and comfortable with that Libra moon. And then all of a sudden it moves into Scorpio and things are really uncomfortable. And there's this like just these deep feelings and this like major stress point because of it, the moon meeting up with the Taurus energy. And then like 
it gets a little bit easier because now we're like, woohoo, let's go have fun. And I have a very philosophical outlook on life and I want to expand the mind and like be part of everything. And then the moon moves into Capricorn and you're like, wow, that was kind of stupid. Like now I feel like a dope because I was so irresponsible where you like have to, you know, give up fun to like be a little bit more responsible. So it's like a weird wave of like energy going through the day, through this week. Realistically, people are going to be feeling it more and more intense where like things just seem chaotic because of that Taurus and that Taurus energy. But there is some reprieve in the little moments throughout the day. And that's, I think that that's, what's going to help us all is remembering those little moments and remembering that astrology isn't big, drastic events. It's little events as well, too. Maybe that accident prone, um, Mars, Uranus, uh, oppose the moon is just a simple paper cut on your finger and it's very uncomfortable. It doesn't have to be a big drastic event where it's like someone gets in a car accident and like bad things happen. So remember to, um, think about the little things, think about the micro, but also have a better understanding for the macro where the little is just part of the big, um, So that's what I have for this week. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will see you next week. Bye.